Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by ThatLeisureShop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt. Welcome back to another Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden, and with us, our expert on all things motorhoming, it's Matt Sims. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm doing great, actually. Thanks, Matt. Mainly due to the fact that I've been listening to this fabulous podcast, of which, of course, you're the star. Oh, bless you. It's an <laughs> honour to be here, and it's great to see you as well. Thanks very much. Not many people say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's get stuck into some motorhomes to homing news quite local to us here in the west country but it's something uh, which uh, caravanners and motorhomers have been keeping an eye on baltic wharf tell yeah. us a little bit about it uh, what is baltic wharf well baltic wharf is a region of bristol that features a campsite right in the middle of the city on the edge of the water side of the um, the bristol harbour uh, it's a caravan and motorhome club campsite that welcomes caravans and motorhomes funnily enough um, so it's a club site so to stay there you need to be a member of that club uh, but some years ago uh, it was announced that bristol city council who owned the site uh, were going to put houses on it and planning permission was approved and so the campsite was going to close and there was a huge petition to stop this happening it's an incredibly popular destination for thousands of motorhome and caravan owners across the country and it's such a great location to come and stay because you literally walk out of the campsite get a little ferry uh, and ride around the docks uh, and you've got the whole city on your doorstep literally to explore. Uh, so it was a great shame uh, that the site was was being proposed to be converted to housing. The plans were accepted, the houses were approved uh, and so the club were given an opportunity to find another site and were very, very keen to do so. They did, they found a site not far away in Ashton uh, on the water again. The uh, government refused the planning application for a campsite on that location. So motorhomers, caravanners and campers are out of the old Baltic Wharf site, which is now going to be built on, and it doesn't look like good news for the future. So what's going to happen with motorhoming in Bristol? Well, at the moment, Bolt, as we record this, the site's still open. If you can book in, you could stay there. I, I, it's due to close imminently. There has been a huge lead time, though, to get a space there, um, like a year. Uh, it's that popular. Uh, so at the moment, there is no central campsite location planned for Bristol which is a great shame and I think it's a huge loss for the city the grounds on which the application were refused were on safety uh, for risk of flooding uh, and I get that and of course the safety of the people staying there is of, of utmost importance but we de desperately need to find another location for, for a campsite in the middle of the city it brings such a lot of economic you know, bonus to the city, visitors from all over the country who, of course, spend money in our great local economy. So I think it's a huge loss for the city to not have a campsite. For a different type of holiday, why not try a motorhome? At the Motorhome Holiday Company, we have a range of luxury motorhomes available to hire for weekends or longer breaks. Experience the freedom and excitement of the open road with all the comforts of home while you're on the move, whatever the weather or time of year. For details and to check your dates, visit motorhomeholidaycompany.com. The Motorhome Holiday Company. Your adventure starts here. 
I'm here at the NEC show uh, just before the show is opening with Karina from Here We Tow. What a show it's been. It's been absolutely fantastic and it's really worked well with the ticket sales being pre-booked. We've had a great flow of people through the halls. It's been non-stop and it's been great to see everyone again back in person. You have a YouTube channel called Here We Tow. This is a motorhome-based podcast that suggests that you've got a caravan, but I know you've, you've now got a motorhome. Tell us your story. Yeah, that's right. So basically, back in 2017, we had a static caravan. Uh, we have our dog, and we were doing a lot of holidays in our static and also cottage holidays and going abroad, but we're having to leave our dog fudge behind. So it started to make us think about maybe a touring caravan, because uh, obviously we could take fudge with us, we could go to Europe and tour as well. So October 2017, we came to the Caravan and Motorhome Show here at the NEC. We looked around a number of caravans and we, we bought an Adria. We put an order in for an eight foot wide caravan. We went big all the way, which is my philosophy in life, go big. So we ordered that. Um, and we decided to start up a bit of a YouTube channel because we were totally new to touring. We knew nothing about leisure vehicles. So we put that out really to help other people as well that were coming into to buying a vehicle. Our caravan arrived in April 2018. Um, we'd bought a new tow car and, and off we went. And that's where it all sort of evolved from, really. We had some excellent holidays with the caravan. We did go to Europe as well. We did a seven-week tour. We went all the way up around Sweden um, and we ended up at the caravan salon at Dusseldorf as well, another big show. And Fudge, our dog, could come with us and we really enjoyed the caravanning. However, uh, we then evolved towards motorhomes, believe it or not, and, and I was really not into them whatsoever originally so to make that transition was was quite a big thing really and the way that came about was we'd moved from Yorkshire down to Somerset um, and we realized that our touring style had totally changed it wasn't like a week or two on the caravan site we wanted to get all around the coast uh, and our caravan was just too big for that and I think a lot of people are probably be in the sort of dilemma of what's going to be best for them so we managed to, to get a press loan from Adria, a really a small compact motorhome, a six metre motorhome. So off we went in that. So hang on, you got a free motorhome? Well, when I say it was free, it was free. It was on a press loan for three months. But in exchange, we created content for our YouTube channel, which was really helpful for the people that are thinking caravans or motorhomes. Because again, we'd never been motorhoming. We knew nothing about them. Everything we learned was literally from within the industry, from talking to other motorhomers and from watching YouTube. We've learned everything from watching YouTube and now we pass it on on our channel. So we had it for three months and we had some amazing little trips and we absolutely loved it. And I was drawn to the dark side, as they call it. I was drawn all the way, I'll be absolutely honest. So that was the summer of 2020, which is sort of just as we were coming out of the restrictions that we'd had due to COVID. We absolutely loved it. The dog loved it as well. It's great. If you have got dogs or pets, motorhoming and caravanning, it really works. You don't have to leave them behind. We then started, well, we decided that that was it. We, We were really won over by the motorhome surprisingly so we did some research and we decided we did want an Adria motorhome price wise obviously they're they're pretty expensive we sold our caravan we had to change and get rid of our big tow car because we couldn't afford to run that anymore and we ordered an Adria compact supreme DL motorhome which is seven meters long but it's only 2.1 meters wide because one of our things was we didn't want anything too big because we wanted to be able to get in the car parks to park still get out to the chip 
shop, you know, important things, you know, when you're, when you're touring. So we put an order in in October 2021 for a new motorhome. We were told it would arrive in May 2021, but as a lot of people out there all know, delays. There's been massive delays on motorhomes. There's been a lot of sort of disappointed people, but unfortunately we've got to understand that right now, you know, things aren't normal as they have been. So what we decided, because we'd, we'd sold the caravan, we'd got nothing to tour in, we decided to buy a used motorhome to put us on. So we got in touch with our dealer, who we were waiting for our new one, and they had um, a used 2016 uh, motorhome. We agreed that we would buy that, and that was in April 2021. So we bought that, and off we went. And oh my God, we had a brilliant time. Absolutely loved it. It was a little bit bigger. It was 7.4 metres, but we managed no problem. We, you know, I did a lot of research when we went touring about parking the motorhome. We didn't tow a, t- a car with us. It was just all about the motorhome. We had that for three months, and then our new motorhome arrived in July 2021. So what was that motorhome? The one we had used was an Adria Coral, and the one that we've got now is the Adria Compact Supreme DL. So again, this is smaller than the used one, but absolutely fantastic. So what we like about that is it's a European motorhome. If people aren't familiar with Adria, it's from Slovenia. Um, They have a huge garage in the back. That was really important for us. Um, In there, we've got our big motorhome box of stuff, our table, our chairs, all that sort of stuff. Uh, We've got a good payload on that. We found various things have been really important when we were making a decision on which motorhome to pick for us because everyone's different and there's always a compromise. That's another thing we've, we've found. But the big garage was important. The layout we went for has got the two bench seats and the two single beds at the back that converts into one big bed. We have found some pros and cons of that. And it's also in our new one, we've got the toilet washroom all together. And again, we found a few pros and cons to that as opposed to having them separate. So it's really difficult to choose, you know, the size over the practicality. And that's been a big thing. But we've had some amazing trips, um, literally all over the UK. We've not got to Europe yet, but it's going to happen. So just rewinding a bit, you said you were against motorhomes and you weren't very keen on having one, that you were all about the caravan. Why was that? What what was it about motorhome that put at that point put you off? The price, being from Yorkshire, you know, we've got, we've got to look at how much things cost. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But no, it, it probably, actually, genuinely, at the start, it was about price. We worked out, obviously, we were going to get the caravan and the tow car, and it still came in less than the motorhome. And also the internal space, because we've got a really big eight-foot-wide caravan, there was loads of room when we were on site. Um, the only problem was it was big to tow. With the motorhomes, I always felt it was quite a small lounge. It was getting changed. You know, it, it was just that smaller space. And that at that point was a compromise that I wasn't willing to make. However, as things sort of evolved about how we wanted to tour, we found the caravan, it was quite involved, you know, legs up, legs down, security on, go get your water. There was a lot more to it. Whereas with the motorhome, as long as the water tank was full, literally off you go, you arrive on site and, and Bob's your uncle and that's it, off you go. It's all about, when, when we're touring now in the motorhome, it's about planning. When we get there, how we're going to go and see the sites we want to see. Um, I literally use a couple of apps that I've got on my phone that I download, um, and they've been really useful to find car parks that haven't got height barriers, places that are motorhome friendly, so I can get right into where I want to go. Can you tell us what apps those are? That's really uh, interesting. Park for Night's one of them that I've used. That's been a really useful one. That's probably the main one that I've used. But also, I then use... 
wherever I'm going, I go on council websites on their parking section, and quite often they'll give you exact details of which car parks in that uh, county will accept motorhomes in those car parks. So you're not wasting time driving around, and often it'll tell you how much you need to pay as well, and whether you can even stay overnight. Because some car parks have found that where you can pay to stay overnight as well, which is always handy. Yeah, that's a re- that's a really good idea. Mm. What a great idea. There's lots of differences between a caravan holiday and a motorhome holiday, and people often I find make a direct comparison they are a very different type of holiday aren't they and it's interesting that you say you have to plan more when you're using the motorhome Um, I find that's true when you're going somewhere and you want to get somewhere uh, you know to go and visit sites but do you use the motorhome where you just kind of make it up as you go along I find you get a lot more freedom with a motorhome than with a caravan do you just kind of plan like every night we're going to stop or do you just see where see where you go see where you end up yeah, it's a bit of a mix, really, because sometimes we have just set off, because sometimes you'll find if you book too many nights on a site and you don't like the site, you're stuck. With the motorhome, it is more that you can just arrive. we found, though, since the sites have got very busy this last year, it can be a little bit of a risk just to turn up and hope for the best. So I've always sort of at least looked to make sure there's availability before I've headed off somewhere. And that's always something to bear in mind that a lot of sites now in popular locations are going to be busy. I am a member of both clubs, the Caravan and Motorhome Club and the Camping Caravanning Club. Um, And I find that that's good to have that and they've both got apps as well. I prefer to book quite often for us just so I know I have got a pitch when we go there but unlike the caravan where you're definitely booking way in advance because if you if you turned away at the gate you've got a bit of a problem whereas the motorhome you know you can just trundle on and then you can use your app to find places where you can you know park up quite legally overnight so you've got that flexibility and we have enjoyed the odd stay where we have done the pub stops as well you can use those that's called Brit stops which I'm sure many people that listen to you are already well a book isn't it rather than an app yeah and that's great you know we've we've done that quite a few times because it is nice to go and have something to eat as well and and combine that as part of the trip it's really interesting about your journey from a caravan into a motorhome and i speak to lots of people who are very anti-motorhomes like you were Mm. is is there any advice or considerations that you would give to people who are maybe thinking well let's buy a caravan because it's cheaper but they really think well why would we buy a motorhome what what advice would you give to people yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's fair to say as well now, caravan prices and motorhome prices have both gone up and that's where we're at right now. I would say, depending on which best suits you, is what sort of touring you want to do. If you're the sort of person, like I was, that wants to go to a site for a week or two weeks and just tour from that site, go with a caravan. Because once you set up, you set up, that's it. And you've got a base, you've got that comfort, the big lounge, all the rest of it. All you do then is make sure you fill your water and empty your grey waste, and that's the end of that. If you're the sort of person, which like I am now, where I want to have a couple of nights here, a couple of nights there, then definitely that motorhome or a camper van even is certainly more suitable for that style of touring. It's a lot less effort than all the legs up legs down and security that comes with the caravan so depending on your touring style if you do like to just shoot off for a couple of nights the freedom aspect of the motorhomes what i've really embraced it's about freedom the compromise is the sort of being able to relax more because we've not gone for a great big nine meter motorhome where you are going to get more internal space but you're going to find that's going to be harder to get you down the country lanes of cornwall and just you know park in the car parks in a town center those are the two 
different styles of touring. I kind of describe them as a, a bicycle wheel. So with a caravan, you're the hub yeah. where you park the caravan. Yeah. And then you, you create journeys that look like the spokes going out in the car yeah, totally. to all of the destinations. Whereas in a motorhome, you're the rim of the wheel yeah. going in a big circle. Yeah. And you, every night you're in a different location. Do you stop one night at a campsite and move on the next day? Or do you spend a few nights? I mean, I guess it's going to vary. But how do you yeah. normally plan your trips? It totally, like I say, it totally varies. If I'm wanting to do a couple of counties and I'll have a couple of nights, it might be there's something I want to see a couple of things in one place. So I might have two or three nights and then just have one somewhere else. And one night I might not even be sightseeing. It just totally depends on, on where we're going and what we're doing. So, yeah, just literally a few nights. And the, the beauty is you literally can just pack up and move on. Um, and we like to use e-bikes as well. We've got e-bikes. They're in the garage. So it, it's fantastic that you don't always have to drive the motorhome everywhere you can from a site either jump on your bike and pedal you can get on the bus you can get on the train you can walk some sites are right there in the action as well I often do a bit of research about getting right in it so I'm not having to think about you know parking up somewhere in the motorhome so yeah totally it's definitely about you and the motorhome and also when you go somewhere you've got you've got your fridge that's an b- absolute bonus I found when you arrive somewhere you've got your fridge with drinks and food you can cook something if you need to you've got your toilet on board and there's a lady that's really important I'll tell you now that's a that's a big thing so yeah it is all just about that you've got your own little home with you and even with having Fudge the dog if he needs a drink or some food yeah. you know we can cater for him and we're not having to sort of you know leave him behind he's he's always involved you mentioned as well about the delay with new motorhomes mm. right now yeah you, you did quite a brave thing really and bought a second-hand one to get mm. you on your way yeah and there's lots of advice at the moment that people should come to a show and have a look and really you know, consider what, what the layout is they want to buy, what motorhome yeah. model and so on. What's your advice to people? Should they go and take the plunge and go and buy a second-hand one? Should they hire one? And Should they wait or what should they do? Well, what I'd say to anyone, whether you're thinking about a caravan or motorhome or whether you know you want a motorhome but you're not sure which layout, is look at hiring. Because not everyone can just go out and buy a used one. There's not a lot of stock about. They are mm. quite highly priced. You know, if you buy one and then you realise it's not for you, we were lucky we were buying one and we bought it and partexed it back when our new one arrived. But hiring, there's hire companies everywhere. Obviously, you'll know all about hire. But definitely hire it, you know. And then you can have a look at the layout, try it. And, and also, size-wise, you might realise that a 7.4-metre-long motorhome is, is way too big for what you're thinking yeah. or way too small. And also, if you've got children, it's a bit of a leap of faith. Will your children enjoy the motorhome or will the caravan suit them more? So, yeah, hire and hire for some from a company that is reputable as well. Look at reviews. That's what I always say. Yeah. Um, it's always important to see what other people have said about the motorhome hire company and, and go with a reputable firm. But ring up, speak to them, ask their advice, because people that hire motorhomes, they've generally motorhomers themselves, or if not, they certainly know a lot about it. And it'll also give you an idea about the way of touring and what goes you know, with that sort of filling your water tanks, emptying your tanks, finding sites, the whole package really. And it gives you an idea when you come to buy, so you're not you're not getting it wrong because it can be a really costly mistake. Oh, if you absolutely. get the wrong layout, 
you, you've spent a lot of money. That was my experience. That oh, was my no. story. Yeah. yeah, but no, great advice. Thank mm. you. Good advice. So how can people find you? You're on YouTube. Yeah. And tell us a bit more about Here We Tow. Yeah, so Here We Tow is on YouTube and that is our name. And on there, what I do is I do, re- do reviews of caravans and motorhomes. I also review campsites, various products, and I'd film my trips and tours as well when I'm away. I do solo motorhoming as well as a woman, so some of those trips are me by myself, including when I broke down on the M42 with a blowout, so that's worth a watch. And basically it's how to deal with that that situation because that wasn't much fun at all. And I also do the towing as well, so if you're interested in seeing about towing and a lady towing as well, which can be useful for people. But there's loads of trips that I've done in the motorhome. There's food in there. I'm pretty big on food. There's fish and chips and ice cream and the full thing going on. So, yeah, drop in on the channel and hopefully it'll give you some a good insight into that transition, how to get the most out of your motorhome, where to go on your holidays, and just some, a bit of inspiration, hopefully. If Fantastic. Not, and it is great. It's very entertaining. Oh, You're brilliant you. on it, I have to oh, say. So check out uh, YouTube, Here We Tow, uh, and you'll see Karina and Fudge. Uh, and there's someone else in the podcast with you is, in the YouTube channel, is there not? Yes, there is. There's Jules, my husband, who doesn't say much, because as you can tell, I can generally hold my own when it comes to talking. <laughs> but yeah, there's Jules as well. And, and believe it or not, he knows quite a bit, especially about awnings. There's a lot of awning content in there as well, including awnings for, for motorhomes as well, and, and accessories they're quite important too so yeah please do join us on the channel fantastic Karina thank you ever so much for talking to us have a great rest of the show and we'll see you on the next edition of Here We Tow this is a tale of two motorhomes Eric and Lucy I'm Eric lonely tired neglected bits falling off Lucy here life is sweet I look fabulous I earn my owners thousands of pounds taking families away for little holidays and I'm looked after by Motorhome Holiday Company Motorhome Holiday Company no no one wants a poor Eric. Let yours be a Lucy. Speak to us about the storage, maintenance and rental of your motorhome. Visit motorhomeholidaycompany.com. Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com. <laughs>